They're going to be heading out right this door, right here, following some adult human somewhere. There's Miss Barbara. She's going to make sure that happens. Perfect. So I mentioned last week, for those of you that are here, we're taking a little bit of a, um, a side focus. We've started the book of John, but we're also taking a little bit of a side focus this month. And, and we're looking closely at the Bible's call uh, for us to love and reach and support uh, the marginalized and the outcast and the pushed aside in our culture. And we're focusing this month on vulnerable children. And we're, we're talking about people in our community that are called to or have felt called by God to get involved in adoption or fostering or respite care or working with at-risk kids, people that are willing to take their lives and their families and step into the world uh, of children uh, to fight for them and to be advocates for them and how we as a church can not only do that, but can support those that do. And last week we heard from Jenny Scott, Brandon's uh, wife, as she talked about their own uh, kind of surrendering to the Lord, their call, adoption, their own family. And this morning we're going to hear from Patrick Mernan. Brandon's going to ask him a few questions, interview him a little bit as kind of a different way of thinking about that. And he's going to talk to you about his own adoption and how that's played a role in his own family uh, even today. So Brandon and Patrick, welcome. We're glad you guys are here, man. We've got one mic, so it's share Share it. We're just going to get real close. (laughs) Um, so, hey everybody. So, like I said, this month we're doing a focus on marginalized and vulnerable uh, children. And although you were, uh, I don't know that you were marginalized or vulnerable, but you were indeed adopted. And would you kind of share with us a little bit about how your parents came came through that process? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, my wife might still say that I'm a uh, vulnerable child. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so... My, my parents um, got married fairly young, 21, 22, and uh, my mom, if you've ever met her, uh, just loves kids. She's taught all her life, and uh, all she's ever wanted to do, I think, was be a grandmother. So uh, step one would be to have her own kids. So she, she and my dad tried for seven or eight years um, to get pregnant, and my mom had... Uh, prayed for a long time. Um, she wanted a boy and a girl uh, that were close in age before she was 30. And she, uh, she and my dad had tried unsuccessfully for, for many years. And uh, I was adopted in the early 80s, and it was a lot different back then. I think you could just like raise your hand and say, I'd like a kid, and somebody just would drop one off. Um, <laughs> at least to hear her tell it, that's about what happened. Um, so uh, my mom's doctor actually called her one day and said, I've got another patient um, who's pregnant and can't, for whatever reason, take care of the child. Would would you and Roger be interested in maybe adopting? And my mom said yes. Um, she probably didn't even talk to my dad about it, but uh, <laughs> she said yes. So I was adopted in, in 83, um, two weeks after they brought me home from the hospital. Uh, they found out they were pregnant with my sister. So my sister was born uh, two and a half months before my mom turned 30. So her, her dream and prayer of having two kids that were very close in age before she was 30 uh, ended up being realized. That's incredible. So your parents were willing to do some, say yes to something very unexpected. And that's what happened. That's amazing. And then, of course, two weeks later, boom, they get pregnant with your sister. The Lord's kind of funny like that sometimes. So, okay, so you and Debbie adopted your boys. Um, how was that process, and what, was it a fast process, and you guys deciding kind of like with your parents? Uh, the, the, 
yes and no. Uh, the process of adopting ended up being much quicker than, than we had expected. Um, the process of making the decision uh, also was pretty quick. Um, you know, we, we um, Debbie and I got married 24, 23 and 24. Uh, so we, we spent several years um, without kids. And we were kind of a place in life, especially when we first got married, we didn't know if we wanted to have a family of our own. And so we spent a lot of years, frankly, pretty convinced that we didn't. Um, we ended up becoming dissatisfied uh, with a church that we were going to um, a while back. And so we began the process of looking for a new church home. And it was through that process um, where we kind of stepped away from, it was, it was a church that I had gone to for 20 years. Um, and so we really kind of stepped away from the comfort of the circle of people that we had uh, been involved with. And so we were kind of on our own, and so we were praying a lot and really had our, our ear to the ground trying to listen to what God had in store for us um, in, in pursuit of a new church family. And so I, I think we were a bit more attuned to kind of listening for things. Um, and it was during that process that Debbie and I, over dinner one night, kind of looked at each other and said, you know, maybe, maybe we're supposed to have kids, uh, right? And so uh, I had always wanted to adopt, um, just because being adopted doesn't really, you know, the thought of adoption doesn't scare me. Um, it just seems pretty normal. And so I always knew that that, that would be a part of how we built our family. Um, and Debbie was very open to the idea. We explored a bunch of different options and you know, frankly, we didn't ever sit down going into it and say, we're adopting. What we kind of said was, let's just throw our hat in the ring and kind of see how this whole thing shakes out. Um, ten months late, later, we had a one- and two-year-old that had moved in with us, and I was changing my first diaper. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, things can change quickly. Um, so how has the process uh, for you guys been of, of you made that decision and then you became parents has it been an easy process? Has it been good? Uh, good, yes. Easy, yes and no. Um, surprisingly, there were a lot of things about it that were pretty darn easy. Um, assimilating two strangers into your family, um, pretty easy. Developing a new line of communication um, with your spouse. Uh, for me, communication is incredibly difficult. Um, but... Debbie and I kind of found a new rhythm and were able to talk and, and kind of in a way that we were never able to before um, kind of through this uh, hard because uh, toddlers are not easy. Um, but, you know, it, it wasn't any more difficult than, you know, had we conceived naturally. Um, you know, it was, it was the same struggles that, that any parent is going to go through. Um, but it's been a great experience. Um, yeah, it's been wonderful. You're right. Most parents could probably say that it's wonderful and also really hard. So, um, so if someone were to ask you, because you have a really unique perspective on adoption, if someone were to ask you, what does it mean to be adopted? How would you answer them? Um, this is probably the only question that you emailed me that I really struggled to come up with an answer for. Um, <laughs> In fact, I was still 
kind of mulling it over um, on the drive down here. Um, fortunately, my wife is way smarter than me. Uh, so she, she kind of helped me come up with an answer. But, um, you know, it's my perspective is unique. Um, my parents brought me home from the hospital, uh, just like, you know, pretty much any other parent would. And so I've always known that I was adopted. Um, and I've always known kind of what that meant. And so it's always been normal. Um, I was never treated any differently than my sister. And so it's never been an issue. And frankly, until somebody asks me about it, I don't really think about it. You know, it's, it's, I would even contend that it's not really even part of my identity. Um, So for me, what does it mean to be adopted? Nothing. (laughs) It just, it just kind of is, you know, and and I kind of hope that it's like that for my boys. Um, That it's just, you know, the, the, when they ask me about it, you know, what I try to communicate to them is that there's just two ways you can build a family. Um, there's number one and number two, and some people do one, some people do two, and it's no big deal. Um, because I think the reality is that for any relationship in your life, whether it's a friend or a family member or a parent or a child, you know, you, you wake up in the morning and you make the decision to love that person um, unconditionally. And whether, you know, you're adopting them or conceiving naturally, you know, you wake up and you have to make that decision. When it's three in the morning and there's throw up all over the bed, you have to make that decision. Um, and so it's, it's really not that different. And, and the thing that I would encourage, uh, you know, anybody who may be out there thinking about pursuing this step is, you know, you don't have to make the decision today. I mean, Debbie and I are, are, first step into this was let's just go to an informational session. You know, let's just go hear about the process and kind of see what's next. And so really we didn't ever say, yeah, we're for sure adopting until they were like, hey, here's these kids. Can they move in with you? Um, But the entire process up to that was like, okay, this doesn't feel too bad. So let's just see what the next step looks like. Um, You know, and so it doesn't have to be a big, crazy thing, Um, you know, at all. Okay. That's amazing. And then, you know, a willingness to say yes in an unexpected situation for your parents and a willingness for you and Debbie just to simply say, well, what if? And boom. And I love the, the fact that adoption for you, it's just natural life. And I think we've separated and made a distinction between it. And we're like, oh, these are my biological kids and he's, he's our adopted one or whatever for us. And the reality of it is that they're our children and it's just how it goes. Awesome. Thank you so much, Patrick. I appreciate your story. Thank you. So obviously there's such an incredible picture uh, and precedent for adoption in Scripture. I mean, we're actually going to touch on it a tiny bit this morning. It's an incredible thing that God does when he grafts us into his covenant family. Um, It's an incredible picture that he calls us to as followers of Christ, to to fight for the marginalized, to fight for those that are, that are out there, to take them into our family, to adopt them as sons and daughters. It's a very, very cool biblical picture. And so this month, we're kind of spending time talking about some of these stories. And in March, 
We are going to launch a support group that will be meet up here once a month. Uh, child care will be provided, of course. And it will be for any of those people that are, that are working with or in uh, situations where they're around vulnerable kids or they've adopted or thinking about adoption or thinking about it, getting involved in fostering or respite care, any of those kind of things. Or, or maybe you're just working with at-risk children. We're going to have a, a support group that gets up here to share stories and share life and, and kind of intermingle our heart common, kind of collective heartbeat for that. So we'll give you more information about that. It'll be happening in, uh, in March, but that is unfolding.